Hey guys, Trigger here. I'm here to talk to you about a company called Stain Metal 666 that's based out of Mexico. Um, they're really involved in the metal music scene. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I really do love listening to rock and metal music. Uh, been that way for a long time. I'm into a lot of bands. Uh, one of the bands I currently started listening to a lot is Ginger, and they've worked closely with them on promoting their shirts and their hats and everything they have to offer with this business. So I'm here to give them a shout out because I just ordered from them recently and they definitely have a positive message of loving music and loving metal music and staying together as a community through metal music. So definitely, definitely a good company to be a part of, and they're looking for support. Um, I'm going to link their Facebook page in the, in, the, in the podcast part of it, so y'all can definitely check them out. Uh, the link will be in the description, and uh, yeah, just give them a chance. Uh, Luis is a hard worker, and he'll work with you to get whatever product you need from them shipped worldwide. And uh, it's definitely worth the wait. They're amazing products. I am waiting to get mine in this week and I'll definitely be supporting and wearing it. So yeah, definitely check them out and uh, take it easy and stay metal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestling Has Lost Its Way. Might be a couple of important things to talk about. To get it going, here's Johnny. All right. Uh, There might be some potential good news because uh, the the overwhelming success of CM Punk's debut in AEW, there's been talk that Daniel Bryan's debut, or Bryan Danielson, his debut may be pushed up in NAW as well. Uh, uh, Andrew Zarian of the Mad Men podcast tweeted that uh, at All Out, there's going to be several surprises. So, uh, so some people are saying that his debut may, be, uh, may have been pushed forward to All Out next Sunday. That, that would be good. Bless you. If I can real quick. I said that this week. I said that early yeah. this week. Yeah, you did. You called it. Yeah. So if it happens, I just wanna, I just wanna say I called it. <laughs> so just, we'll just go with that. Some uh, some notes on uh, on SummerSlam. The, the reason Becky Lynch came back was just because Sasha was was. Uh, wasn't able to compete right now. She's not medically cleared. Uh, uh, Becky Lynch was uh, supposed to debut or return 
in October or around the draft. But they uh, apparently this this was Vince's idea to bring her back right, uh, at this moment. And it was such a last minute thing that the merch team only had 48 hours to print out that T-shirt that she had on that they were selling in in Vegas. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, and also uh, Brock Lesnar. Uh, he was actually not supposed to face Roman Reigns until WrestleMania 39 in Los Angeles. He was going to be, I guess, you could say the the final boss for <laughs> for, for Roman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you had John Cena at SummerSlam, and then the, the Rock and next year for WrestleMania, and then Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so that's that's uh, where that where that's going. Uh, and it turns out that Drew McIntyre is has uh, been trying to convince WWE to bring back his uh, Broken Dreams entrance music, which I I I love that music. When he he used to have it back when he was first. When he first came out, who who was that? Was that Stained? Did, did that song, Freddie? I think so. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah Stained. Yeah, yeah. I like that song. And apparently WWE that they own it. So, so uh, yeah, uh, I'd like to see him use that again. Hell yeah. Uh, so, so okay, I, this is. Something I've been wanting to mention for a couple weeks, but I keep forgetting. Uh, if, if you've noticed on AEW, uh, Matt Castro has been, has been around. <clears throat> this is because back a few weeks ago on the uh, the 100th episode of AEW Dark, you know he comes out, he does a rap on his way down. Well, he he did a rap that was very controversial, and it wasn't. It wasn't edited out from the initial uh, YouTube showing. Uh, apparently, it, it talked about, like, he was talking about the Simone Biles' mental issues and some uh, sexual assault convention, conviction t- 2006. And I, I forget what else, but I, I, I didn't see the promo. I didn't get to see it before they, before they took it down. But they did take it down and they they put it back up without the pro without the uh, entrance. So I I'm not sure what's going on either. If he was well, they said he was suspended and sent to sensitivity sensitivity training. Uh, but apparently he's removed aew and uh, and the uh, any any mention of the acclaim from his social social media and uh anthony bowen is now uh now a singles wrestler with his own entrance music so i'm not sure if if he was released or if he's just out temporarily i don't know okay okay so i pulled it up yeah and yeah, it was making jokes about Simone Biles, uh, the Duke Lacrosse rape case. 
Yeah. And the validity of COVID nineteen rapid testing. Oh, he's so, one of, one of those guys. Yeah, he's one of those guys. I liked it better when he was Lashley's sister. But <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I never thought we would say on here <laughs> is we prefer Lashley's sister over what he's doing now, or what he was doing at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, oh, and uh, the reason that NXT is that uh, they taped three three shows this week on Monday for for uh, this past Tuesday and then the following following Tuesdays. And this is this is only only because by the time they come back live, we're gonna have the the brand new NXT set at the Capital Wrestling Center. Uh, I, I don't know if they posted the the new logo yesterday. I, I don't know if you've seen it. Right? I saw it. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> how how can I put this? I've seen a lot of people talking about how shitty it looks. And it it's not good. It doesn't look good. The best way I could describe it is sidewalk chalk. That's what it looks like. It looks like they gave a piece of sidewalk chalk to a six-year-old. And they said, hey, draw the new logo for NXT. And that's what it is. And uh, I mean, that could could have been possible that probably probably what what happened maybe they, they that's what that's what they did <laughs> who knows i think uh back when they did that the attitude era logo i think they had some kid do it <laughs> uh, there it is on the screen yeah uh, <laughs> it's not good yeah yeah, it's not it's not good, and I can expect, uh, unfortunately, more releases before they come back live. Yeah, I I, I don't know where it's gonna go, but I don't like where it's going already. So uh, no, not if this has anything to to say about how things are going to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to continue not watching. I mean, might as well. Yeah. And finally for now, Adam Cole is now a free agent. His, con <laughs> his contract ended on Friday, and now he's free to show up wherever he wants or wherever he, he is signed. And based on we've seen teases in the last week, I know CM Punk, one of his shoes on Wednesday had an AC on it. The other one had BW, which a lot of people speculate was for Adam Cole and Bray Wyatt. And he and we'll talk about it later, but he did tease Daniel Bryan as well. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so did. I, I, you know what, I could expect. Uh, 
Austin Jenkins to be one of the surprises at All Out. They're having that women's match, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. the the women the uh, the casino battle royal for the women, and that's where they people are suspecting uh, Ruby Soho is going to come out. But it could also be several other women coming out too, because that's what I've heard. They only had nine women scheduled for that for that yes. uh, battle royal, and there's supposed to be twenty one. Uh, somebody did the figures the other day, and it's like um, AEW has eighteen women's wrestlers compared to seventy nine men. Huh. <laughs> We might get a in Anna J as well. Could be, yeah. Anna J. We could also see uh, the the former iconics. Yeah. We could see we could see uh, C J Parker or Pay- Perry. Sorry, C J Perry. That's a different person. C J <laughs> Perry. <laughs> that, that, yeah. So yeah, I, I forgot what it was, but the iconics did say what their name was gonna be. So they're gonna remain attacking. Yes, but they're staying with the double I at the okay. beginning. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I want to say it's like inspiration or something like that. Hmm. I'll I'll search it. I'll search it right now, but it's something like that. But can, can, can we just get Peyton, please? Like, <laughs> do we have to get I Billy? mean, I'm sure you're going to get Peyton because her husband's in AEW, so. Yeah, but they they are going to come through as a tag team, so. Yeah, okay. Let, let's see where it goes and where they go. Uh, obviously, AEW is the big one, but we'll see. That's that's the news for now. Yeah, it's inspiration. It is inspiration, right? With two, with two eyes at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. 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 I just pulled it up. It is inspiration. That's all right. Um. Yeah. It's it's all right. I mean, since there wasn't a lot of news, I just want to bring this up real quick. I normally never bring up like Twitter shit. Unless it's really serious, like releases and shit, that's where we get most of it from. But this is actually a little funny. So I'm going to call this guy out. I'm going to go ahead and say his Twitter name. His Twitter name is at Mark Campbell 213. And he, he put out a tweet that said, you all should ignore anything that wrong killings has to say about pro wrestling. He gave up being a pro wrestler to go be a jobber comedian at a, at an entertainment company. Our truth wrote back to him. And I like what he had to say. Short, sweet, to the point. At Mark Campbell 213, yo mama a jobber. <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> <laughs> I love our truth, man. I, yeah, I just, yes. I just, 
he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he, he's caught up in the 24-7 title thing, but when that barely started, it, he made it funny. It's overstayed its welcome, but he made it funny. I, I, I wouldn't mind if he came back and did the whole cake quick gimmick again. Yeah. He, he just... He's had his fun, and he can continue to have fun as K-Quick. Like, K-Quick was not always as serious, but he could be. Yeah, yeah. If, if he were to come back as that and take him a, bit, a little bit more seriously, I'd be down for it. But yeah, he, uh, Mark Campbell 213, Yo Mama Jobber, I fucking love that shit. <laughs> I, I just had to end the news on a bit of a funny note because there wasn't that much there. So I had to throw that in there. (laughs) So now that we got through that little bit of hilarity, uh, I'm going to go over to Johnny and see what his thoughts were on Raw. Okay, you know, Raw was, it was a little better this week. I mean, it was the same old show, but we did see some, some different stuff on the show. Uh, I I did like the the opening uh, when you know Lashley came out, uh, not Lashley in particular, but then you know Damien Priest came out, and when Damien came out, I thought, okay, this is great. You know, Damien's now he's finally done with Miz and Morrison, and he's gonna he's gonna challenge Bobby for the for the title. But uh, but. Then Seamus came out, and I guess Seamus wasn't wasn't done with uh, wasn't done with uh, Damien Priest yet. So, of course, they uh, and who else came out? Drew. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and and then Drew <laughs> Drew came out also. I, you know why I forgot about this? Because when Drew came out, I was like, no, please don't let Drew challenge Bobby again for the title. <laughs> We've seen that way too much. No offense to Drew. Uh, I, I like Drew. If he brings back the the Sting music, that's that's cool too. But yeah, don't don't challenge you know, give it a give it a rest for a little bit. So so that that set set up a tag match with Drew and Damian against Sheamus and Bobby. And Sheamus Sheamus uh, and Bobby lost the match only because Sheamus or Bobby left Sheamus to fend for himself. And, and uh, later on in the night uh, Sheamus confronted Bobby in, in the back, you know, asking what you know asking why he why he left him and and they started fighting so it now now it looks like we're actually gonna get Sheamus versus Bobby for the title which uh you know I I'm looking forward to that one too there's something like I said something different something we haven't seen before so yeah let's let's let that happen yeah um i i told you this on tuesday after 
when we were at work, that first hour of Raw wasn't bad. I really enjoyed it. Like, it was different having Damian Priest come out there and setting himself up for a title match later on somewhere down the line. Hell yeah, Damian Priest, he's not the biggest guy as far as, like, muscles go, like, in that sense. But the dude is tall. He he can definitely gain some muscle. I'm not saying he needs to. He could be like Randy Orton, who's decently built and can make it look really good. So I'm interested to see what Damian Priest does. This is what we needed. We needed a good version of Damian Priest. And whenever he first got called up to the main roster, we didn't get that. But now it looks like they might be putting something onto him and backing him. So I just hope it holds up and they decide to keep rolling with it. So hopefully it's not just a three-week push. (laughs) But yeah, that was some pretty good shit that whole first hour for the most part. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and see what his thoughts were. I'm not sure which moment I like the best. I had two to choose from. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with AJ and Riddle's match. And uh. Back and forth between before that, where uh, first Riddle, Riddle gives Randy his own scooter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, AJ comes out and says Randy didn't get Riddle anything like a plant, which Riddle enjoys very much. <laughs> Best line of the night, in my opinion. <laughs> so, uh, uh, AJ and Riddle have a match. Uh, it was going okay till almost had to get involved, and Randy just attacked him with a scooter. <laughs> but he never knocked him off his feet. Uh, and then Riddle hits the road Derek for the win. Then R- uh, Randy gives AJ an RKO after the match. But him just going after him with that scooter, he must have hit him, hit him at least seven, eight times that scooter. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And the line about the pot, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, man. R- Riddle has always been one of my favorites. Even before coming into WWE. Because I knew of him because he had a couple of fights in UFC. And the whole thing with him and Pot and all that shit. He's an interesting character. And the fact that they've rolled with him for this long and that now he's doing this shit with Orton. Hell yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah, there, there were some positives on this for all. Like we said, you know. One of the things I can't get behind, though, and I know both of you are going to agree with me, especially Andrew. Why is Karrion Cross out here looking like fucking Shredder from the Ninja Turtles? Okay. I thought he looked more like a gladiator. 
like Russell Crowe from Russell Crowe from the Gladiator movie. <laughs> I, I don't think that's what they meant for him to look like, though. And yeah, I, I, I do. I think I do have an answer to that. It's because uh, Nick Khan recently said, "There we go, fix my light." Nick Khan said that uh, they're actually looking to make everything and everyone marketable. So I could see coming out with action figures of Carrying Cross looking like that. Why does it all have to be about? I understand. It, it it's your is. business. Let shit naturally flow. Like, he's marketable the way he is. You don't need this extra bullshit. I don't know. I, I just don't like it. It's because. WWE is not a wrestling company anymore. They're they're a marketing company. They want to be the they want to be the next Disney. They want to be the next Marvel. Well, then leave. Let someone else be in charge of WWE, and you go <laughs> off and run WWE Studios. Make all the movies, sell all the shit you want to sell, but that, under WWE Studios. That's why they they've had rumors for a long time that they're about to sell, probably to either Fox or Disney. And my prediction is, the way they they keep going with everything they're doing, in about five years, all their content is just is gonna will be available under a folder. On the AEW network. AEW. <laughs> AEW. As you can see. <laughs> yeah. So, decent shit there on Raw. A couple of things they could work on to make it a little better. I see some positives, and I know y'all did as well. So, we're just going to have to see how these next couple of weeks go with yeah. it. And, and also the Miz Morrison breakup. Yeah. That too. Very interesting. And, I hope. And, and why, why why do they why do they break Logan Paul out? They think Logan Paul's a, a, a big baby face just because he's a YouTuber. Nobody likes Logan Paul. No. Logan he was Paul, more booze than the Miz. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but yeah, because and the Miz was made out to be the baby face. <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do here. Alright. I don't know what the end game is between Logan Paul and WWE. <laughs> I I don't wanna sound like I'm backing Logan Paul or like I'm a fan of Logan Paul. I'm just from what I've seen, the dude is always in the gym, always working on self. He did have a couple of amateur boxing matches that weren't as bad. He's decent. 
Could he translate that into WWE with a little bit of training? Maybe. With a little bit of help, he could. I could see that. I don't know if that's where they're going, if they're going to want him in ring, or if that's something he wants to do. But if it ends up happening, all I'm going to say is I understand. Well, he has more training than Bad Bunny did. And that's why I'm backing him a little bit. <laughs> well, why did well, you have to bring that asshole into the conversation? <laughs> We're over this shit. He's gone. Not. He's gone. Well, you know what? I can say, say that my interest in rods is so dead that Logan Paul's going to take a selfie with it. And not, not, I don't want to continue on the Logan Paul thing because we don't know where it's going to go or if it's going to lead to anything. And I know he got booed a lot. And he it's going to take a lot for that to change. But the one thing I am going to say is from a couple of people that I've spoken to about Logan Paul and him being on Raw, he's the tolerable one of the Paul brothers. Mm-hmm. So at least we got the good one. Yeah, because the not other the one. douchebag one. Yeah, the one that's going to get knocked out tonight. <laughs> yeah. That tonight? <laughs> yes, tonight. Yeah, that's okay. tonight. Yeah, right, I he's going to get knocked the fuck out. I wouldn't waste my money, though. <laughs> no, I, I watched a couple of boxing, of the boxing matches that they have had. But I didn't pay for that shit. I just watched it online later on. Like, found a not legal way of watching it. Let's just say (laughs) that. I'm not going to throw how I actually watched it out there. But, yeah, Logan Paul's the better of the two. So, at least we got that. So, we're going to see where it goes. So, now that we got that out of the way... Uh, Johnny, what you got? Four. Was that all you had? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, now that we got Johnny's moment out there, I'm going to go over to Andrew and see he already did. his moment is. So, what? So, already, it's, your, it's your turn. Man, I'm all over the place. I started talking about other shit. Sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I was done with Raw, so <laughs> I guess we'll just go ahead and move on to SmackDown. Okay, I guess you didn't have a moment. Yeah, no, he did. I just brought something up did, afterwards. Yeah, why did Carrion look like Shredder? Oh, was my see, I just I, brought up. See, no, I forgot, too. I brought up a, third, <laughs> a, a second moment. <laughs> Yeah, see, Andrew <laughs> threw us into a mix. That's there. what happens when we get He confused back. us. <laughs> okay, so SmackDown. Okay. SmackDown, I, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll admit it was, a, it was a really good show this week. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, Pat McAfee is, is out right now. He tested positive for COVID. And, you know, this, I think this is the first time WWE actually acknowledges the pandemic because at the beginning of the show Michael Cole said you know Pat McAfee tested positive for COVID-19 he's at home recovering we wish him the best and he had a he had Corey Graves out there 
commentating, and he also had Kevin Owens out there. Which I, I thought it was good. Kevin Owens was pretty good in commentary. I'll agree with that. <laughs> yep. The segment that I enjoyed the best was, okay, so Kayla Braxton was in the parking lot. She saw a, a Bentley mm-hmm. come up. She thought it was Roman Reigns. But out comes out Baron Corbin, who, if you hadn't been following all week on social media, first of all, Baron Corbin, after he lost against uh, uh, Big E on Sunday, you know, uh, Kayla asked him what, what what's next for him. He said, well, I only have $35 left. So, of course, what do you do when you only have $35 left and you're here in Vegas? He goes, casino. <laughs> so that's what he, he first he, he turned his $35 into $100. Then he hit the craps table. And he just kept winning and winning game after game. Then they showed him playing a slot machine where he he won a huge jackpot. So all of a sudden, Corbin has money now. So when he <laughs> comes, comes out of this, what he says was a $300,000 Bentley, he he tells Kayla, he said, you can call me Happy Corbin now. We, we finally finally have this out now. After after month, months ago that WWE trademarked that name, now we have Happy Corbin, and I I, I like Happy Corbin. <laughs> he, he had a, he had a suit. He had a like a fedora hat on. When he, he came out to the ring, he's got new entrance music. Sound like like slot machines. Uh, yeah, he was saying he was wearing like if like his hat was like fifty thousand dollars, and his suit was like like. Uh, I forget how much now, but it was an expensive suit. And <clears throat> so he calls out, he calls out Big E. And Freddie, this is something else you called. He offered to buy the Money in the Bank briefcase from Big E. He said, how much you want for it? You want 20000 Big E said, no. You want 50000 50, He said, no again. Corbin said, okay, I'll give you $100,000. And Biggie thought about it for a minute. He's like, well, yeah, you know, my, my kids do need braces and could use money. <laughs> and he said, I said, he said, well, hell no. <laughs> and and uh, you know, uh, Corbin was saying, well, you know, I, I want to take the take the pressure off you from having that because I don't want you to to cash it in and then and, and, and lose. And Biggie said, you mean like you? Corbin said, "Yeah, like me." And you know, he wasn't offended by any of that. <laughs> he was smiling the whole time. And you know, instead of typical, you know, typical WWE where they brawl at the end, Corbin, you know, after Big E told him to get out of the ring, Corbin just <laughs> smiled and got out of, the, out of the ring. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where this where this goes. Uh, I was telling Freddie that, you know, talking about all the changes to NXT, how some people are going to get released. and Well, I, I think some people might end up, more people might end up on, on the main roster. One of them, I think, is you could bring up Cameron Grimes. And Cameron Grimes could feud with Baron or with Happy Corbin saying, uh, you know, say, oh, well, who's, who's richer than, than who? You know, 
or maybe even they could even team Cameron Grimes up with Happy Corbin along with Ted DiBiase and have like a like a millionaire's club. I think that would be cool. I would like I'd like to see that. Yeah, um, I I thought they could do something like that, like the Millionaires Club. No, I'm pretty sure they're not gonna call it the Millionaires Club. Yeah, because Corbin <laughs> isn't a millionaire. Like I don't know how much he actually won, but I don't think it's in the millions. Uh, I'm pretty sure his car was like a third of a million. <laughs> okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe in total. Like yeah. with all his possessions, but who knows how much yeah, he's exactly. actually he, he was, spent? He was. Ha- he said he's he, even his wife invited him back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's all really good shit from Corbin. I, I spent my time every time he would put up a tweet about how he was doing in Vegas throughout the week. I was paying attention. It was interesting. A whole lot of people were paying attention. And whenever he was putting up the videos saying that he was about to double down and put it all on the line because he felt luck was finally on his side. Even people on Twitter, it it was like watching a Corbin, an all Corbin episode. Everybody was like, "No, don't do it. You're gonna fuck up and lose it all again, <laughs> and you're you're just gonna be down again and all this shit." But it it was interesting. It was hilarious. It kept my attention the whole time. Props to Baron Corbin for the hard work he's putting in, even when he's in between shows. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. Maybe they bring back Money Inc. <laughs> maybe. Oh yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe. I mean. I mean. Yeah. I, I mean. You can't. You can't have IRS out there anymore. They fired him last year. <laughs> yeah. But it can be a version of it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If it, I'm pretty well, sure yeah, they I could mean, find a way to make it work. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got Ted Ted DiBiase. You just put a new one together. Yeah. True. All all good shit from Corbin here. I fucking enjoyed that. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm gonna go over to Drew and see what he enjoyed from SmackDown. The family celebration <laughs> <laughs> with the new with the bloodline, the new bloodline. I guess they're old bloodline. Whatever. <laughs> they got a new shirt. It's got Paul on it too. Roman told him he's family. <laughs> he told him I love you, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because Paul was Paul was a little shaken out because earlier in the night the the Usos they they were trying to to uh, intimidate yeah say that he was he it was asking if he was the one that invited Lesnar and is that that why he sent them to the bank to the bag for their their match at SummerSlam? I I thought it was funny that. Paul couldn't get into the locker room. It was locked. <laughs> and 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 when uh when Roman show, or showed up, he Paul had his head down like this. He was looking all dejected. Like he was talking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, they go about their celebration. 
Roman just actually refused to talk, let Paul do all his talking this week. Talking about how we're privileged to get to see him and get to see the tag team champions. Talking about taking out. Go ahead. Yeah, privileged that Cena's not there anymore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They're going to brought their celebration. Finn Balor comes out and says, tells him, hey, you know I screwed out of that match. And I don't want to wait till the next pay-per-view. I'm going to challenge you next week for the title. Roman didn't answer him or anything. Uh, then Finn just attacks Roman. The Usos jump in. And then the Street, street Profits come out and help Finn. So I guess they're, they're going to be coming for the tag titles next. <laughs> and Finn wants the Universal Championship. So, yeah. Be interesting to see where this goes, but I think Finn should get his shot. Yeah, he should. Yeah, I think he should as well. It, it's very interesting because one of the other things I... I don't know if I said it to one of you, but one of the things I thought about was whose side is Paul Heyman going to be on in the end? This is one story they could tell really well because he has helped Roman out. He's been by his side and helped them become who he is now. So he's in tight with Roman, but now we saw that they did lock the door on him and he couldn't get in. And we all know the history there with him and Brock. So... Because the uh, the reports are that that Brock Lesnar is going to be the the face in all this. Yeah, I'm I'm just excited again. Like I, for a little bit there, I was getting a little bit worried about where the Roman storylines were going, because yeah. it was getting very repetitive. It was a lot of the same, and don't get me wrong, it's good. It's but still I, good. I think a lot of that was John Cena's fault. Yeah, it, it just lost its luster a little bit because it was getting repetitive. But now that Brock is in the mix and you still got Finn Balor in the mix and the whole question mark on Paul Heyman, there's mm-hmm. a lot of different ways how this could go. So, hell yeah. I'm interested in the Roman shit again. So that's the next two pay-per-views. Then after that, we'll have, what, the draft? Then we get new characters in for Roman to challenge, to challenge Roman. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I don't know what what they're doing. Is they're going to do champion versus champion again at Survivor Series? If they do, that would be be, uh, Lashley versus Roman. If Lashley's still the champion by then. But yeah, I think it's going to be Finn at, at Extreme Rules and Brock in, in Saudi Arabia. Probably. I'm down for that. I like how that sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Really good shit there. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, happy Corbin. Awesome bullshit, like I said there. Uh, one of the things... I just can't get behind. And I know this was going to happen because they always do this. 
Bianca Belair versus Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Zelina to see who would challenge Becky for the title next. I like how Becky Lynch came out and she's like, oh, y'all want me to fight you? Nah, I'm good. And just walked away. I guess she is turning heel because that's yeah. a very heel thing to do. Right, but it's... I- I don't know if it's gonna work yet because the fans are still cheering her. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's only the first week, so you know. I don't know. She. she yeah. You know, she has to. At one point, she has to. If she's gonna turn heel, she has to say something negative towards the fans. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just excited to see where this is headed. I just hate that. Bianca had to win again. Yeah, in this uh, match, you know, because it was a great match, but I think Liv should have won it. Yeah, I yeah. think Liv should have also. Uh, you know, Carmella, she's been champion before. Uh, Zelina, I, I, I know, I know, pretty, pretty loves the hell out of her, but she's been losing too. And Liv Morgan hasn't been seen in in a in a while. So uh, since Money in the Bank. Right, I think this match would have been would have been better if you had a four way between, uh, uh, yeah, Bianca, Liv, Mia Yim, and Tony Storm. Get some new people out there. Yeah, yes. yeah. If you, if you're not going to give the win to Liv Morgan, which I think this is where this should have gone. Yeah, just put some new people in there. Make it even more interesting. And even though I'm mad that Bianca won, I'm not worried because you lost in seconds at WrestleMania. So even even (laughs) though this match... Even though this match is going to probably be a much better match and they're going to bring the best out of each other... Bianca's going to lose again because they're not just going to put the title back on her. So, I'm not worried. I just hate that it has to be Bianca again when you have so many other people you could use. But See, I'm not not mad at it being Bianca because the way she lost so quick, she needs an actual true match, at least a five-minute match. I, I just reason. don't think we need it. <laughs> no, we should have had it at SummerSlam, but that's not the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I mean, yeah, that's like we were talking last week, or, and that's why they brought brought out Boogs and Nakamura and had the whole video package just so they kill time, kill time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Bianca. It is what it is. It happened. I'm not worried because I know Becky's going to win. So, yeah, that was just my little bit of negative moment there, being a little down on SmackDown for them starting off with Bianca winning. But it is what it is. And I'm hoping for something different next week. We'll see. So, now that we've gone through our moments of SmackDown, I'm going to go over to Andrew and get the rundown on NXT. Before we do NXT, we need to talk TakeOver 36. 
That Kyle O'Reilly Adam Cole match was awesome. <laughs> it, it ended up going all three falls. Uh, Kyle gets a quick roll up in the first one, which strange. <laughs> uh, now the street fight that was just brutal. Uh, <laughs> there are so many moments in that street fight, like a. Putting the trash can on Kyle and then drop kicking him. I'll be putting the trash can on the Cole and drop kicking him. Uh, Kyle gets knocked off the turnbuckle onto the ribs, which actually changed the whole match completely. That's where Adam took over. Uh, and Kyle actually gets thrown on some uh, chairs on the ribs. And then finally, Adam Cole gets the last shot to win the second fall. Then they go into the steel cage. Inside the cage, Adam takes the last shot from Kyle. But Adam Cole kicks out. And then, Adam actually handcuffs Kyle to ropes. And while he's handcuffed, he gets caught in Kyle's finisher and taps out in the heel hook with the kendo stick within his reach. So... I didn't understand the ending, but in the end, Kyle won two uh, falls to none, or two falls to one. So I guess Adam Cole lost for his. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say two falls to none. How does that work? Okay, <laughs> two, to, two to one. <laughs> yeah, if, if this is the way that Adam Cole was going to go out, which I'm pretty sure that was his last match. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's 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 a pretty good way to go out. I mean, at least you went out before these changes are made, because who knows what they would have done with you in this new version of NXT. Yeah. So, hey, you're the NXT guy. You let us know how you think this is going to play out. I really don't know. Especially <laughs> if Triple H isn't in charge anymore, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So before all that goes down, uh, at least give us the rundown on these last couple of, I guess, what you can call the normal NXT. <laughs> um. What happened this week? Let's see. Oh, I only I only watched the opening segment with the the million dollar celebration. Yeah. Thatcher <laughs> uh, and Holland went at it. Basically, Rich Holland's power over Thatcher's technique. Uh, these two went. It was brutal. They went after it. Ridge, Ridge Holland ended up getting the win. Uh, and after the match, uh, Pete Dunn tries to get involved. That's when Champa comes out and helps. And up. And then we get 
Lorkin and Birch. Danny Birch is back. So Lorkin and Birch are a tag team again. And they're gunning for MSK since they never technically lost it. Yeah. They had to give it up when Birch was hurt. So now that we got a new, I guess it's an old new four man <laughs> faction <laughs> again. Um, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane uh, lost to Casey and Caden. Uh, they were distracted and they were walking in the back and Mandy Rose comes up and tells them, hey, follow me and I'll show you how to win. So I guess Mandy's taking them under her wing now. Uh, Kaylee Ray was in a squash match in the in the finals of the uh, breakout tournament. We had Carmelo Hayes against Odyssey Jones. Yeah, it's basically speed versus power. Uh, Carmelo Hayes gets the win. He's your breakout tournament's winner, and he gets a title shot at any. NXT championship, so we'll see which one he picks. He picks. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, what happened, happened there. That's loud. <laughs> what was that? Oh. Uh oh. I think it was you in your. <laughs> Get your dark Vader voice back. All right, am I back? Yes. <laughs> right. I, I don't know what happened that my shit started beeping and then it said battery low. Oh. <laughs> so I yeah. had to switch it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> also, they, they've announced the date for a wedding on NXT. <laughs> It'll be September 14th. <laughs> and, and Johnny's in the office trying to get Regal to call off the wedding and everything. <laughs> Regal says, no, they fell in love on it. They had their first kiss on this show, their first date. No, we're going to have a wedding. That's, and that's <laughs> going to be the, the first live NXT in, in the new uh, the new season. Right. <laughs> uh, Boa took on Quinn on Neon Quinn. It's spelled X-Y-O-N. Name's X Y O N. I think it's Zion. Zion. Yeah. They were calling him Nyon. Nyon oh. <laughs> is what they were okay. calling him. Okay. <laughs> but he actually got the pin on Boa. <laughs> uh, and the main event was Legado del Fantasma on a, a triple, a six-man tag with Hit Row. Uh. I don't even know the girl's name from Hero. She tried to get involved. <laughs> and now there's a new female in Legato Fed Tasma. What's her name? <laughs> Alexa Lopez. Yeah, Alexa Lopez or something yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, she took out that girl from Hero. And Legato Del Tasma gets the win. And that was pretty much an XT. Oh, uh, Joe actually won at TakeOver 36, so he's your first three-time NXT yeah. champion. Yeah, history. Yeah, he and made he history. Did, and he won with the Muscle Buster. 
Yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen the Muscle Buster since... Uh, Long time. <laughs> the last time he used the Muscle Buster, which, that ended Tyson Kidd's career. Right. <laughs> yeah. As long anyway. as he's careful with it. <laughs> yeah. That's all that matters. Uh, yeah. He's out there doing a segment. He asked who's next. Who's going to be the next challenger? Uh, don't say who. Don't tell who's next. You're gonna break Goldberg out. I, I was about to say that. I was about to say that. <laughs> that that's like, but that's what he really said. Say who's I know. Next? I know. Yes, he did. He said, "Let's see who's next." Uh, Pete Dunn comes out, starts talking. Eli Knight comes out and starts talking. Evidently, he wants in the title picture. And also, Kyle O'Reilly came out. That. Uh, I think that was it. And they all want the title picture, and they just ended up in the melee, and Joe standing tall in the ring. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ridge Hall- Holland come out to help out. Uh, he done. He done. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so apparently, apparently, Pete Dunn's contract is also going to be up soon, too. Yeah, but I, I heard they're going to re-sign. He's yeah. going to re-sign. Yeah, I think so. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know why. Like, I don't don't want to sound like I'm down on Pete Dunne because he's pretty damn good. Like, his joint manipulation shit he does, and he's just got the look. So I could see why they would resign him and why he would resign. I I guess I'm just on the fence about Adam Cole because as as big of a name as he's made himself in NXT, I don't see why they wouldn't want to keep him. But at the same time, I could understand him going. I just think it could work either way. With this new version of NXT, I don't think they would mess with Adam Cole, but what do we really know? What they're going to do, you know? It's just NXT is a little bit weird to me right now with this sudden change that they're talking about. I'm just going to pay really close attention to it. I'm not sold on it. Because we don't know what to expect. Right. Yeah. From from what I've heard, yeah. it's gonna look just like just the same as Raw or SmackDown. Already not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be down on it because one, I don't really watch it on a weekly basis, so I don't want to speak on it like I'm the biggest backer of NXT, even though nothing against them, but. I don't understand why you would change something that a lot of people love and why change one of the only branches of WWE that some people only watch NXT. They don't watch Raw or SmackDown. They just watch NXT. And to go and change that, it's stupid. 
I don't know. We're just going to have to see where they go with it. I don't want to speak down on it before we see it. So we'll have to see what they do there. But Mm. now that we've been through our moments for WWE, I'm going to go back to Johnny and get his thoughts on Dynamite. Okay, uh, the segment the segment that I like was the uh, the back and forth between uh, Kenny and, and Omega and Christian Cage. You had, you had Don Callis out there, and uh, Don Callis showed a video clip of back from uh, Christian's very first match, apparently, in 1996, was a... a in Canada, him against a ten-year-old Kenny Omega, uh, and and I, I I think they actually had Kenny beat Christian then, and Don Callis fired Christian after after that match, and and so it wasn't long after that that he ended up in uh, WWE. Uh, or WWF, but anyway, that uh, he was having a back and forth with Callis, and Don Callis actually actually mentioned this big man's name. <laughs> Callis said, "He said I'm not, you know, I saying you know how Christian calls him my carny piece of shit. You know, he's saying I'm well, I'm not, I'm not like like Bill Watts or or Frank Gagne or or." Uh, or Vince McMahon, yeah. uh, and what uh, I liked too was when when Kenny started talking, he uh, he was he kept asking Christian. He said, "He said you think you know me? You think you know me?" <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, like the, uh, in the edges uh, entrance. I, I I just thought that that was cool. It uh, ended up with uh, Christian being uh, attacked. By the by the elite, but then then Frankie's Kazarian came out and and they saved uh, saved Christian. But the whole thing is, is that it, it, they're making it out to appear like uh, Kenny is is afraid of Christian. You know, after losing the Impact, Impact title, uh, so this we'll see uh, we'll see that. We'll see him coming up next week. They got the match all out, and as as of right now, they they haven't said it was as title or title. They just said it was for the for the AEW title. So I don't know if they're gonna change. Maybe add that in next week. I don't know if they would do that. Yeah, I don't know. They're just if they. I mean, who knows? They might even be dropping the the whole Kenny belt collector storyline. Yeah. I, how can I put this? You were building him up as the belt collector, you know? So I get what they were trying to do. And he, he made it work for a little bit. But now that he lost to Christian... I don't think they can run with that again because you've already 
he's already had his reputation ruined of the belt collector. Like, one, you already got beat by Christian. He already took one of the belts from you. Yeah, and, and so, you know, we, I don't we, think they would go backwards. And we also talked before how he was supposed to lose the AAA Mega Championship too. So yeah. Friday. Yeah, so you you won't you're not gonna go back on this by not having him win it back. That's a way of moving forward because now you can build up Kenny as something else. Yeah. Even though it hasn't been the longest of runs with him and Don Callis, I think it might be time for them to drop that for him to drop Dawn somehow and him starting to trying to gain the trust and be back to the Kenny of old but still come out looking like a badass you know it, it's a weird situation that they put themselves in because once you once you give them that first loss you have to find a way to rebuild Kenny and move forward. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do that. We all know how good AEW is at pulling shit off. So <laughs> whatever plans they have next for Kenny, I'm pretty sure it's something bigger and better. How? I don't know. But they're going to be great at pulling this off. But yeah, pretty good shit there. I'm excited to see Christian versus Kenny again. All Out always delivers. So it's going to be one hell of a match. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and see what his moment is for Dynamite. Uh, I enjoyed the opening match. Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy. And Matt Hardy actually gets busted open with the crossbody. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, because Orange Cassidy landed on, on his face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Orange Cassidy did a few Hardy moves. Yeah. He did Jeff Swanton. Even did the hand signals for the when he's up on the top rope with the Jays. <laughs> and he did, uh, and he put his hands in his pocket when he did it. Yeah. He hit uh, the twist of fate. The Matt kicks out. Uh, Matt came out and tried to pay uh, off Orange Cassidy. And Orange Cassidy took the money, put it in his pocket. Then Matt took it out of his pocket <laughs> later, digging in there real deep for that pocket money. Oh. <laughs> Matt ended up picking all the money, putting it back in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. uh, Don't reach in there too far. <laughs> right. <laughs> And Orange Cassidy had actually gets the pin. He rolls him up and sticks his hand in his pocket and traps his leg so he couldn't kick out. So <laughs> he pulled that the funny. He pulled the ties from within. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a great match to start show and get everybody's adrenaline out. Yeah. Fucking Orange Cassidy, man. I, I love the dude. The way he got the pin in with the putting his hand in the pocket, like a lot, a lot. 
not lately because I think he's settled into a rhythm and people take him a little bit more serious now. But I remember when AEW first started and a lot of people were like, we just don't understand Orange Cassidy. <laughs> it's like, just yeah. give it time, you know? Yeah. I, I know when AEW started up, a lot of the people that they had to start off with weren't the best known weren't well known so you just had to give it time and let them develop themselves even though they're already developed they just got to show themselves off you know being in a bigger company now and yeah now now a lot of people see what we knew about orange cassidy coming into aew so hell yeah good shit there I want to talk CM Punk. Of course. Oh. Of course I want to talk CM Punk. So not only did he have the BW on his shoes, there there was also the promo he cut in the ring. And even though a lot was said there, I want to focus on one little bit that happened. Mm. So he asked the crowd... Do y'all really think I can still go? And the crowd started chanting, yes, yes, yes. You know, you know the response. Everybody knows that. The yes movement is a universal thing. It's been done in football games, in NBA games. Like, it's been done everywhere. So it's it's a worldwide thing, I would say. <laughs> So CM Punk turns to the crowd and he says, that's someone else's stick. You're going to need to be a little bit more patient. (laughs) (sighs) God damn it. If I didn't just lose my shit for a little bit, because we know who he's talking about. And even though we've, we pretty much got confirmation that Brian Danielson is coming to AEW. We needed someone to say it. <laughs> yeah. And we hadn't heard someone say it. Say it without actually saying it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that is what we got here. And then there was also something that went on that happened off air mm-hmm. after AEW where Punk went out there. And he had a shirt on that said Fiend on it. So a lot of people are just looking into it, you know, with the BW on his shoes and him having that shirt on. A lot of people on Twitter started uh, hashtagging AEW and tagging AEW to try and get people's attention and saying, if anybody's going to the next AEW show, can you start chanting Adam Cole and Bray Wyatt to see if CM Punk will confirm or deny. <laughs> well, the next show, the next show, they're back in Chicago again next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so. I, I think at that video that you were talking about, that was the one that you showed me right, right with him and Christian and, and Kazarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, actually, that was the one. That actually happened after they taped uh, Rampage. That's okay. why that's why Christian and, and Frankie were already in the ring. 
Okay. They just let CM Punk come out and close the show with them. You know how they always have somebody come and talk at, at the end of the show. Yeah. I'm just real excited, man. Yeah. And all, all these rumors that are coming out and possible people coming through. I'm just ready. We already got CM Punk. We're still happy with CM Punk. And we're going to be happy for a long time. I just want all the good people to come through. So, hell yeah. Pretty good shit there on Dynamite. Was that yours only? See, we went off talking about other shit. I can't remember anymore. <laughs> that was yours. Okay, cool. So we're done with Dynamite. <laughs> Bro, I'm all over it. We're all over the place. Like, we lost track. <laughs> so now that we got through with our moments for Dynamite, I'm going to go back to Johnny and get his moment for Rampage. Well, since the Rampage is only a one-hour show, there's not too much to choose from. But uh, the first, uh, the, the one I liked best was the first match, which, which honestly, I think it should have been the last match on this on this show. Because uh, I think after this, the fans were pretty much done. Not not to mention that in, in, you know, in real life, they had just gone through the entire Dynamite taping and probably dark before that. But yeah. uh, the first match was the finals of the... And Dark Evolution. <laughs> no, actually, I think they may have taped that one. Well, no, that was Wednesday. Never mind. Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> uh, they probably had a six-hour show instead of five and a half. <laughs> God. Had a six-and-a-half-hour show. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, well, <laughs> the first... Yeah, the first match was the... Uh, the finals of the uh, the tag team eliminator tournament between the the Lucha Bros and Jurassic Express. It was this was they put on a really good match, probably about twenty minute twenty minutes long. Uh, the the match you know was went back and forth. You had lots a lot of uh, near falls. You had lots of lots of great spots like a. Uh, uh, one of the, I forget which Lucha bro, but one of them did a Canadian Destroyer to Jungle Boy on the apron. Which, that was, that, that was pretty good. No, it's Penta. Penta, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, uh, it came down to uh, the Lucha Bros. They won with a, a package power driver. So they're now going to go face. Uh, the Young Bucks set all out in the tag match, or in the, well, yeah, tag match for the titles inside of Cage. And, of course, after this, you had, uh, you had the Young Bucks, you know, where they, they got, they got in the ring, because they were at ringside, and, you know, they started beating down the, both teams, because, because both teams beat them down on Wednesday, so. That's going to be your match, uh, your tag match for All Out. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good one. The, the last time they, they, they had a, the last time they had a match was back at, at when they did the first All Out in 2019. They had the, 
they had the uh, the Escalera de la Muerte match. Hell yeah, that that was really good. So I know I know they're gonna put on a good one here. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, this is gonna be a really great match. <clears throat> but if Jurassic Express had also gone on to win, oh yeah, they would also put up a great match. I'm just waiting for their moment. Because I, I knew eventually it has to happen for Jurassic Express to get their chance at the titles. I'm just ready for that to happen. Because fucking who, who doesn't want to see a dinosaur as a tag team champion? I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I want to see it. So, hell yeah. It's going to be a pretty great match, though. I'm, I'm excited for All Out. For a lot of reasons. And so. and if, if you notice, going back to Dynamite on Wednesday, that when the Jurassic Express, they were in the crowd for that, for that, uh, the, the match with the Lucha Bros and, and uh, Varsity Blunts, and, uh, yeah. and, you know, Jungle Boy was dressed in street clothes, while Luchasaurus was, was still dressed in his wrestling gear. Why? Because yeah. he's a dinosaur. Dinosaur don't That's work all clothes. he has, damn it. Dinosaur don't wear clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's going to be a really great match either way. And when Lucha Bros get their chance, I'm just ready for all of it. But hell yeah, definitely excited for next weekend. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Andrew and see what he thought. Was there anything else that happened? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bunny defeating yeah. Tag Conti. With her brass knuckles. <laughs> yeah. She had to use the brass knuckles to do it. Uh, yeah, I guess. But like I said, like I said a while ago, I love that tag match. My two favorite tag teams in AEW going at it. I'm, I'm sharing the moment with you, Johnny. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like I said, there's not much to choose from on this show. It's only an hour it's, show. It, yeah, it's still a good show. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna go ahead and bring it up because I didn't think this was a problem that we were gonna encounter so quickly. <laughs> I think it needs to be two hours. No. No. I really do. I I understand do, there's a lot of wrestling okay. to watch. If you do, don't put it on Friday. If you change it to two hours, put it on Thursday, the day we don't have wrestling. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you put it on Friday, they're going to compete with SmackDown or it's going to go to 11 o'clock. Yeah, because <laughs> well, then on Thursday, they all, when Impact comes on, I think well, it can't be do funny. that either. It'd be funny seeing the Impact Champion on two shows at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look, I, I know the last thing we need is more wrestling to watch because there's a lot, but I would prefer to have another two-hour AEW show than possibly a four-hour Raw. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Did we forget about that? 
yes, we did because you know what? I didn't hear it on the mainstream wrestling media this week. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's it's something we all want to forget about that was even brought up in an interview. But yeah, I I just I just think one hour isn't enough time for AEW to develop some story going into the night. The, the, uh, I don't know. The CM Punk episode of uh, Rampage drew 1.1 million viewers, which was really good considering it was on a Friday night right after SmackDown, which did 2.1 million. Yeah. And yeah, actually, this... yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, this week Raw actually did two million viewers for the first time in a long time. I I think as far as Raw goes, I think you know because SmackDown, the reason they get more viewership is because they're on on one of the four four big networks. Yeah, they're network and, TV, and you don't have to have cable to have network TV. So yeah, why not just move Raw to NBC on Monday nights instead of USA Network? And you know, uh, Fox doesn't doesn't mind, you know, using one of their nights for wrestling. Why not NBC? Yeah. I don't know, man. You you would think it would be a smart move, right? Yeah. To put it on a more public <clears throat> channel, on a channel more accessible to everyone. Yeah. And it's it's a move that I would accept and. If WWE was smart, it's a move that they would make, but they don't have a good track record of doing smart things right now, so I don't see them doing that in the near future, but maybe somewhere down the line, someone will finally grow a brain cell or two down there and think about it, but it's going to take a lot. Yeah, man, just a lot of interesting shit going into this week, seeing as All Out is next weekend. So there's a lot there to keep atten- keep our eyes on. Like we said, some things are on Raw that were definitely interesting, and we're going to keep on uh, our eyes on that as well. Yeah, th- things might be changing, but it's going to take a lot for WWE, like we said. So it's a good start after SummerSlam. So we'll, we'll see how they decide to do that. But like we do every week, oh, shit. We have lost Andrew oh. again. <laughs> right when you. we were going into it. All right, he's coming back. We got him. We got him. Oh, there he is. There we go. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get into this before I get thrown out, because that's normally how this works. So once again, it's time to stump the brain. Okay. Let's have another... First episode of SummerSlam question. What was the main event of the first SummerSlam? (laughs) And what year was that again? 88? Yes. Okay. 
I think I know this one. Uh, well, you know the first the first match was a was a, a tag match. The last match was also a tag match. It was Hulk Hogan and Zeus versus who did they who did they wrestle? I think it was might have been no. Damn, who they who were their opponents? Was it the Macho Man? And I don't know. Macho Man and Rick Rude? <laughs> That's your answer? Yes. Okay. It was actually the Mega Powers. Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. I, yeah. I versus the Mega Bucks, oh. which was Ted DiBiase and Red the Giant. Oh. <laughs> I think it was one and, year off. Yeah. And Jesse Ventura <laughs> was your special guest referee. <laughs> I mean, he was on the right track. He was trying yeah. to talk it out. <laughs> he was close. He was going to get I, there. I, I think it was a year. I might, might have been a year off on that whole Zeus thing. <laughs> I yeah. think so. That's, that's yeah. back when the Million Dollar Man still had uh, Virgil. Uh, who else was out there? Bobby Heenan was ringside. Yeah. And Miss Elizabeth was ringside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that Hogan Savage got the that win. He was that close to talking it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two of them right there were just on the wrong team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was trying to talk it out. He almost he was gonna get there. But we unfortunately, as we saw, people started dropping off. So we were trying to get through it as quick as we could to avoid me dropping off again. So <laughs> Again, a lot of interesting shit coming up, so we're going to keep our eyes on that this week. If you have any questions or comments, wrestling has lost its way at yahoo.com or wrestling has lost its way on Facebook. We'll definitely get back to you. Uh, we appreciate you listening and enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll talk to you all next week. See you next week. Check you later. <laughs>